Man, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> Listen, I, you know, while the, the last live that I did, I was so frustrated because I know that the enemy did not want me to talk to y'all about how to strengthen uh, your relationship with God. So prayerfully, we're going to get through this without any freezing, without any audio issues, without any, any, any extra stuff going on. So uh, hopefully you guys can hear me and you can see me because I believe that in this season that we have to make sure that not only are we intentional about getting the word of God where it needs to be, when he tells us to do something, we got to be disciplined. And so normally I'm going to just be transparent to you guys. Like normally I would have been so frustrated that I wouldn't have even come back. I would have just been like, let's, let's just try it again uh, next Tuesday. But I believe that God loves us so much that he does not want us to just give up, right? He doesn't want us to just turn, turn over, or throw in the towel. So I'm going to recap. Okay. Because we had a lot of good stuff that we were talking about. So I'm going to recap. Okay. About what the spirit of the Lord is saying when it comes to experiencing the miraculous power of the almighty God in your life. So I want to just do a quick recap because I believe that God wants you to understand that if you knew who you were in the kingdom of God, then you would understand how dangerous you are to the kingdom of darkness. You have to understand that you are literally arsenal, that God has positioned you. He has positioned your mouth. He has placed you in a position. God bless you, Ramona. He has placed you in a position of where you will begin to experience the glory of God, where it will begin to open up doors that had once been locked. It will begin to release keys in this season, in this very hour to begin to unlock some things, unlock doors to prosperity, unlock doors to help, to, to healing, to the miraculous. So I came back so that we can go over the things that God gave me to give to y'all. Because at the end of the day, I know that the enemy would like to disrupt uh, uh, what was going on in, in the realm of the spirit. He would like to come against this live. But I believe that where God is taking you, we have to understand how do we attack the enemy? How do we annihilate the agenda of the enemy? How do we destroy the assignment and the plots and plans of the enemy? And it is that we have to get in a position to where our ear is so tuned in. Come on, somebody. Our ear is so tuned in into the voice of God that we are not missing what he is saying in this season because the enemy will always come in like a flood. But there is a covenant. There is a, a, a contractual covenant that God said that I will lift up a standard against the enemy anytime that he comes in. So what happens what happens when you strengthen your relationship with God? You begin to operate in divine authority. What am I saying to you? There's a such thing as jurisdictional authority. There's a such thing as governmental authority. And until you understand who God has called you to be, who God has created you to be, you will live a life where you begin to build altars of stagnation, altars of inconsistency. And the enemy would love for you not to go out and accomplish what the will of God is for your life. So we have to get to a place where we begin to say, okay, God, if I learn how to pray the will of God for my life, the agenda of God, 
the plans of God for my life. Why is that? Why do we have to play? Why do we have to pray that way? Why? Hey, mama, how you doing? Why do we have to pray that way? Because the Bible declares in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Those thoughts are good and not evil and to give you an expected end. What am I saying to you? Until you realize that God is for you, okay? That means it doesn't matter what is rising up against you. You have the power to annihilate the plans of the enemy. Why am I telling you this? Because you have no clue how powerful you are in the kingdom of righteousness. You have no clue that you are arsenal, that God has sent you in to destroy the works of the enemy. You have no clue who God has called you to be. And because you don't have a real revelation or a real perception of who God has called you to be, hey, Shaquilla, because you don't have a real revelation of who God has called you to be, you have been okay with accepting or desiring those things that are, are, are less likely to be desired. You've been okay with compromising. You've been okay with being in a place of where when God says something to you, you're not reminding him of his word. What am I saying? If God told you that I'm going to bless you with a new house, with a new car, and yet you are still in this place where you have been waiting on the approval. Monica, you've been waiting on the approval from God. And so here it is. This is the point where you have to begin to say unto the enemy, it is written. Okay. Why do you have to do that? Because because in order for you now to destroy the very thing that has been trying to destroy you, you've got to build a foundation, a firm foundation. Do you understand that when you begin to build an altar of prayer, an altar of praise, an altar of worship, this is what gets the attention of heaven. This is what happens in the realm of the spirit. You begin to disrupt the plans of the enemy because the enemy would love for you not to be in a place where you are seeing the miraculous works of God. Why is that? Because as long as he can make you think that God is not for you, as long as he can make you think that God has forsaken you, as long as he can make you think that God is not answering your prayers, he keeps you in a place of where you are constantly repeating the same cycle over and over and over again. Mark 11, 24, I want you to go there with me because I'm about to release something to you that is about to blow your mind. Mark 11, 24, Mark 11, 24. Somebody put that in the comments because we're going to get free tonight. We're going to begin to disrupt the plans of the enemy. Mark 11, 24, when you get there, I want you to go ahead. Somebody, if you can go, go ahead and put that uh, uh, in the comments for me. Mark 11, 24, Mark 11, 24. I, I thank God. I thank God that because at, at the end of the day, earlier today, I was really frustrated because the live kept freezing. I was really frustrated about that. But God told me, listen, I've, I, I've mandated you. <laughs> I've given you an assignment and you don't get the opportunity to sit back. You don't get the opportunity to decide when you will or will not go forth. And so the Bible declares, therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, wait a minute, take a pause, whatsoever things you want, okay? Whatsoever things, pumpkin, that you've been waiting for, for, for God to do in your life, whatsoever things that you desire, the Bible says that when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So what does that mean? That means that if I'm asking God for something, my faith has to meet my future at that very moment, meaning that 
I can't pray for something and then wait until it appears for me to all of a sudden have faith, right? I have to begin to pray in a place of where faith becomes my vision. What I'm saying to you is, is that you can't walk by sight, right? You cannot walk by what you see because the Bible says that the things that you see are temporal. That means they're temporary. That means that this place that you've been in, it's a temporary place. He says that you've got to focus on those things that are unseen. You've got to focus on those things that are unseen. Why is that? Because God needs you to know that there are promises and covenants that I have made for you even before the foundation of the world. And it won't be until you get into a place of where you are consistently believing what you are asking God for. You, Oh my God. You have to be consistently in a place of where you are putting a demand on God. Why is that? Because it gives you divine authority in the kingdom. Then it'll put you in a place to now you start receiving divine influence. What? Listen, listen. Listen, I'm so excited right now because I feel Holy Ghost on this so heavy. Divine influence, divine influence. That means that you don't need a network. You don't need 100,000 followers. You don't need the financial backing. You don't need the resources. That means that when God places you in a position, it doesn't matter what the enemy is saying you can or cannot have. When God puts his name on it, when God seals it, that means that he will hasten to perform his word. That means that you have got to get, hey, Pastor Janevelin. That means that when you get to a place that you understand that God has made covenant with you, I'm holding on to the covenant. Now you got to think about this. You got to think about this. When Hannah was barren, right? And, and Hannah could not get pregnant. She was barren and she had to keep watching the side piece provoke her. She had to keep going up to that mountain asking every time for this baby. And so here it is. She met the prophet Eli. And as she met prophet Eli, the Bible declares that she was so such in a place of just, just, just bitterly weeping that Eli thought that she was drunk. Now here's the blessing in that. Here's the, and this is going to bless somebody. Eli told her to go ahead and, and go on woman because God didn't already answered you. The Bible declares that Hannah went home with her husband and they went ahead and went half on a baby. Now here's, here's the thing. There was no ultrasound. There was no pregnancy test. There was no doctor to confirm that she was pregnant. But the Bible declares that after they went half on a baby that night, the very next morning, they both woke up and they thank God for the promise. What am I saying to you? You have allowed your vision to cloud what your faith should have been putting you in a position to see all along. That means that you don't wait for the promise to be fulfilled before you stand in a place of where you are praising God for what he has already said that he is going to do. That's right, Ramona. You got to hold tight to the covenant of God, because what I'm saying to you in this season is that God is accelerating things. We are in a season of acceleration. That means that because you walk in divine influence, because you walk in divine authority, Michelle, because you walk in a place of where you're not waiting for God to come through on his promises, that God is opening up doors and he's accelerating the answer. And so that means that when it takes other people five months, five years, it's going to take you five days to move around in this place. I want you to understand that where God is putting you in this position. Listen, 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 listen. You, you got to hear me and you have to hear me in the Holy Ghost. You're so dangerous in the kingdom of righteousness that you literally could destroy every attack that was planned for your bloodline. 
every attack that has come against your health, like you're so dangerous. And so until you get to that place where you begin to understand that my prayers disrupt the plans of the kingdom of darkness, my prayers, just by, just by me opening up my mouth. How do I know this? How do I know this? Because the Bible declares, and you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. That means it will be made law, right? That means that there's a covenant that comes behind it. Come on, Sonia. I'm trying to tell you that in this season, you've got to realize that where God has you, that you have been given the authority to reign over jurisdictions. There's no reason for you to still be in the same place that you were at last year. There's no reason for you to be in the same place that you were at last month. God is saying, I have created you. I've branded you. I've marked you. I've called you to be an ambassador for me. And because I have marked you, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Why is that? Because we have the covenant that says that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has in store for you. So that means that in this very moment that God is propelling you in this next dimension and that he is sending the angelic host of the almighty. High. Oh my God. He's sending the angelic host. And what I'm saying to you is that you have host thousands and thousands of angels that have been waiting on standby for you to understand who God has called you to be. He just needs you to understand that you are arsenal in this thing. Come on now. The next thing that happens when you begin to build the relationship with God, you begin to get in a place where divine strategies begin to be released. Why? Because the Bible says that in the ancient days, I hid my ancient strategies. I hid the mysteries from those of ancient, but now I am releasing them unto the remnant. You are the remnant. You are the called. You are the chosen. You are the one who God is saying, I have been waiting to release the mysteries unto you because I don't want to watch you struggle. I don't want to watch you be poor. I don't want to watch you fail in your health. I want you to prosper. I want you to prosper both in your soul and in your health. God is saying to you that I have put you in a position to not only am I saying that I'm bringing my covenants to where I'm sending the angels to hasten unto my word. I'm sending the angels to hasten under my word. And so divine strategies, what, what, what are you saying to me, Dr. Ashanti? What are you saying? Divine strategies mean that there will be times in your life where you're trying to figure out, you're trying to make a decision. Am I making the right decision, right? Am I making the right move? This, 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 uh, relocation that I've been thinking about, is this the right place? Because I need to know, God, are you in this? Because God, if you're in this, you're the type of God that'll tell me to leave my kinfolk. You'll tell me to leave my friends and my family but where you told me to go that you will bless me. Why? Because you are a God that releases geographical blessings. And so what God begins to do is as he's releasing these divine strategies, he's putting you in a place to where now the chatter of the enemy, the chatter of the haters, the chatter of those that said they had your back, now it's being silenced because you have now refuted the tongue of the enemy. And all of a sudden, the volume of the Lord begins to become so loud in your ear that you don't miss him in this season. And so what that means is the blueprint and the strategy that you have been waiting on somebody else to give you to be able to move forward, to be able to accomplish great things, to be able to build this business. God is saying that I am releasing divine strategies unto you in this very moment and in this very hour. God is saying that I am giving you the things that were held back from those others. Now what 
What else? God is saying that if you increase and strengthen your relationship with me, I'm going to give you divine increase, divine increase. God, what are you saying? The Bible declares in Deuteronomy 8.18 that I have given you power to create wealth. What that means is that you don't need the skill set. You don't need the educational background. You don't even need the resource and you don't even need a word of mouth. All you need is a real relationship with God to where God will put your name in the heart and mind of somebody in a completely different state in a completely different city that says I've got to bless you just simply because I've been obedient to the Lord this far and I know that if he's telling me to do it that this is what he's saying and I've got to be obedient and so I want to encourage you that as you are strengthening this relationship with God in this season and as he is bringing divine increase and I'm not talking about just regular increase I ain't talking about a hundred dollars I'm not talking about a thousand dollars I'm talking about divine increase yes Sharia divine increase I'm talking about that when God puts you in a position to where he blesses you. That means it is a consistent thing. Do you understand? It's a movement. It's not for a moment. There's a difference. The moment means it was for this one time. I blessed you. But when it is a movement, that means there is a consistent blessing, a consistent prosperity that is being released over your life. So a lot of times that when God is saying to you, listen, Listen, I've been missing out on our me and you time. I've been missing out on the time when you're supposed to be praying and fasting, when you're supposed to be seeking my face. Because in Joshua 1 and 8, we know that the Bible declares that this book of the law shall not depart. But if we observe it, that means if we eat it, if we meditate it on it both day and night, that I will make your way successful and I'll make your journey prosperous. So, so what he's saying unto you is he don't need your help in this season to help him bless you okay all he needs is for you to lock in on this covenant all he needs is for you to lock in on the word of god and to begin to say okay god i'm going to be disciplined about uh, uh, my relationship with you i'm going to be intentional with my relationship with you why because i need to have divine authority I need to be able to walk into a city or state or nation and everywhere my feet tread, I need to take ownership of that. I need to be able to walk in divine increase. I need divine wealth. I need divine strategies. God is saying to you, if you would just increase the intensity of the relationship with me, then I will put you in a position to where I will begin to unlock every single door. Sonia Davis, I saw in the realm of the spirit that God is releasing keys unto you in this season. Sonia Davis, I saw where God is releasing keys unto you in this season. There will be things that you thought that you were going to have to work for that God is just going to give it to you just simply because he loves you. Sonia Davis, I want to encourage you that in this very moment, in this very hour, that as God is releasing those keys unto you, do not do as you did in the past. Do not just give it away. I know you have a giving heart, but do not just give it away. God's saying this blessing, Sonia Davis, this blessing is for you. Where I'm taking you in this season, this blessing is just for you. And so as we, as we strengthen our relationship with God, as we, as we strengthen our relationship with God, as we strengthen our relationship with God, the Bible says in Joshua 1, 3, he says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread, hey, to Noah, every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I have given you, I have given you. That means that you have taken possession. That means that you have ownership. That means that that house that you want, I decree unto you, if you would just go out there on the land and just put your feet right there, Jacqueline, I, if, I, I, I listen, 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 it's some stuff that's been held up and all you got to do is just go in that place and put your 
feet on it and God is going to give it to you. Why? Because the Bible declares that he is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should have to repent for if he spoke it, it's got to come to pass. You see what happens when we strengthen our relationship with God, what happens when we strengthen our relationship with God, we get in a place of where we begin to increase our discernment. There's a, there's a such thing I was talking, I was talking about it earlier when the video kept freezing earlier when I was on, but we have to get in this place where we begin to ask God for King discernment. And I want everybody that's on here under the sound of my voice. I want you to think about something. There have been seasons in your life on repeat, on repeat, whether it was a season of sickness, a season of a fallout, a season of financial instability, like these seasons repeat themselves. This is another mystery that I'm giving you, okay? Everybody ain't gonna give this to you, but I'm, I'm giving this to you. There have been seasons in your life that have been on repeat. And the problem is, is that you have not discerned when this season is upon you. That means that the enemy knows that right around January, February, I can go ahead and start causing mayhem in, in, in her or his life. I can go ahead and start disrupting some things. And so when you get in this place with God of where you are strengthening your relationship with him, that means now you become proactive, right? That means that now before January even hits, I'm already fasting in December because I understand that every time in January, every time in March, every time in August or whenever that season is for you, that the enemy tries to come in and it could be by way of, of killing family members. It could be by way of financial instability, but I decree and declare unto you that Holy Spirit begins to reveal to you the seasons that have been on repeat in your life. It's very important that you understand that in this strengthening of relationship with God, that he's going to begin to expose these seasons that have been on repeat, these seasons that have been on repeat. Why is that? Because he says that I don't want you to be ignorant to the enemy's strategies. I don't want you to be ignorant to the enemy's advantages. That means that the enemy has been sitting here waiting for January to come up, waiting for August to come up, to begin to interrupt your momentum. That means that every time you get to a place of where you accelerate, you only get so far and it seems like there's a glass ceiling when it's really no glass ceiling. All it is is that the enemy has recognized the season of repeat. The enemy has recognized and created a pattern of repeat, but because you don't know who you are yet in God, you haven't yet. But I decree unto you as you increase and strengthen your relationship with God, that you are going to begin to discern. You are going to begin to discern the seasons that are upon you. You are going to be putting yourself in a position to where now you become proactive and understanding what it is that God is saying to you in this season. What happens, what happens when we increase our relationship with God? There's a such thing as divine wisdom divine understanding. You see, when you lean into your own understanding and your own wisdom, you, you continue to make that same mistake. The same, the same mistake. It's like, it's to yourself. You're like, how do we keep ending up here? How do I keep falling in love with the same type of individual? How do I keep befriending the same type of individual? How do I keep making the same mistake? How do I keep allowing the same individual to come in Listen, listen, when you start operating in divine wisdom and knowledge, the enemy can no longer trick you. <laughs> listen, the enemy can no longer trick you because that's what the enemy has. Get. He's gained an advantage on setting himself up as the deceptor in your life. Are you, are you listening to me? 
See, this is this is this is the problem. Anytime you get in a position to where you say I'm going to increase the momentum of studying, I'm going to increase the aggressiveness of the relationship with God. All of a sudden things start going well. Why? Because the enemy is like, let me let me not fool with him right now. Because if I if I if I'm too hard on them, they're going to be in a posture of intercession. But if I let up a little bit, give them a little freedom, then all of a sudden they're not praying as hard as they were. They're not fasting as much as they were. And so that's what the and, and see, here's the thing. When the Bible says that that the gates of hell shall not prevail, this is this is what he's talking about. You must stay in a posture of prayer. You must stay in a position of prayer. You must stay in a position of intentional fasting because something's only going to get moved by you turning your plate over. Listen, I just wanted to come on here and recap because I was so upset about earlier, but I want you to think about something. When you start strengthening your relationship with God, remember you are what you eat. Okay. So you have to be careful about what you are ingesting. I was sharing this on, uh, on Bishop's live the other day that I had gotten so, and I'm gonna, can I be transparent with y'all? Y'all can say, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be transparent anyway. Um, I had got so accustomed to watching, um, reality shows and y'all know they ratchet y'all know they ratchet. And to the point where when it was time for me to get in my posture of prayer, that it would take me a minute to be able to get to that place because it was so much garbage that was going on in my mind. So for about six months, I went on Netflix and I started watching the series of Steve Urkel, Family Matters, Apostle Sylvia. <laughs> so I started watching Steve Urkel for six months. Now y'all can laugh if you want, but Steve Urkel was saved on that show. He loved Jesus. It was very clean. And what I found out was that by me detoxing my mind and my mental and my spirit of all things that were ratchet, I began to transcend in other dimensions. And I, and I don't mean that in a, uh, I, I don't mean that in just like a, a play play way. I mean, Literally, I go in transits and I visit other people. Like it's it's crazy, but it's biblical. Okay, so don't let your religious demon pop up on on, on this live. Okay, because it's, it's biblical. But it's like the more that I was was considering about the things that I was ingesting, the more I was rewarded by God increasing my spiritual strength. Okay. And so I'm not saying that you got to do the same thing. But what I am saying is if you're having a hard time hearing the voice of God, it's because you are what you eat. The Bible says that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so if all you're ingesting is social media, like I done had to unfriend so many people because they make me curse. Like I'm literally like I'm on my phone reading and it's like I'm cursing in my mind because they ratchet. So it's like. I had to like, and I'm going to be transparent, okay? Hi, Pastor Gwen. So I, I want to be transparent, but I had to put myself in a place to where I understood that my relationship with God was way more important than my relationship with people, okay? And I don't mean that in, in a way where you don't talk to people at all. But what I am saying, sometimes you have to lose yourself in God and abandon people.
in order for you to help them. So when y'all see me go off the grid and go in the cave and, 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 and it's like you can't find me or I can't be found, that's where I'm at. I'm in the cave because it's like I understand that the only way that I can truly hear God's voice is that if I pull away. So I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you tonight to strengthen your relationship with God. Understand that in this place, where this, this next season where God is taking you, it's going to demand your posture of prayer, okay? It's going to demand the strengthening of your relationship. It is going to demand you turning your plate over. This, this next season, this next place where God is taking you. And so you don't wanna miss out and watch everybody else accelerate and, and move forward when God is saying, hey, look, I didn't already told you. Listen, I, I need for you to be prepared before I, I put you in that place. Most of us try to prepare when we get to the place. And God is saying, I need you to be prepared for the place that's already yours anyway. <laughs> I need you to already be prepared. Listen, I just came back on to do the recap. I love you guys. Y'all know, typically, I wouldn't be on at this time. But it's 7 o'clock every Tuesday. We are building faith. Why? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the hour, we have to make sure that the enemy understands and he knows that we are arsenal in the kingdom of God. And we are a dangerous force when it comes to that. God bless you guys. I love y'all so, so, so much. I love y'all so much. And I will see y'all next time.